single with Jeanette and Tracy. We are not relationship experts or sex therapists. We are two people navigating the world as single, independent feminists having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. We hope you'll join us on this journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. I am Jeanette. And I'm Tracy. And welcome to this episode of Hashtag Single. So this is our very first episode of Hashtag Single. So Tracy and I thought we would just interview each other so that you guys can get to know us a little bit. So we can tell you where we're at in our single journey, if you will. Yeah, sort of our background, where we come from, uh, as far as our relationships. Yeah. Uh, so you know dating. why we are so bitter. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> not bitter. No, no. No, no. Enlightened and inspired and independent and strong. Um, so Tracy. Yes, Jeanette. Why don't you tell us uh, where you're at in your single journey? Okay. So I, oh boy, I here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get um, in there. Let's just dive in. So I was married, actually, um, for four and a half years. Uh, I got married when I was 19. That's intense. Yeah. Right out of high school. Well, a little bit after high school, uh, I met a military man, and I fell in love. And yeah, we got married. It was was wonderful, actually. We became really good friends, uh, and then we became really good friends. So our marriage just... Sort of oh, slowly oh. ended. <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. aren't sleeping together anymore. Yeah. I got it. Well, yeah. And we, we grew apart because we were both so young when we got married. Yeah, you change. Yeah, exactly. Um, being a 19, 20-year-old wife um, while trying to discover who you are, um, you know, comes with extra complications. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, when you're, you know, I was going to school and trying to work. And he was in the military. He was deployed a lot, uh, which was really tough. Um, So yeah, unfortunately, we uh, divorced about five years later. And we are still friends to this day. Um, He was a a big part of my life. Um, Fast forward, and I have not remarried since then. Uh, I am in my early 40s now. Oh, How dare oh, you? I know. I know. I actually just admitted that, although I didn't say the number, but yeah, I admitted that. And uh, I am what some people would call a serial monogamist. So I have long-term relationships. Uh, in the middle of those, I have probably about a year or two where I'm single in those, but my relationships are usually uh, four to seven years. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They're like little mini marriages. Marriages. Yeah. I could have been married. I could have been a four four or five times. A four time divorcee. Oh my God. How fabulous would that be? (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) But no, I am. Just Liz Taylor living the dream. Yes. Uh, So I am actually recently newly single once again. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. A lot has changed since the last time I was single. This is true. Which was five and a half years ago. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. So welcome to the world of Tinder. Although I met my 
last boyfriend online on OkCupid. But that was before uh, we were just relegated to just swiping. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't experienced that yet. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be new territory for me. I'm uh, I'm interested to find out what that part of it is going to be like. So, yeah. so we'll see. Um, but tell me about you. Where are you in your journey? Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have been Sigh. officially single for nine years. Huh. And within that was nine years, the longest, not even qualifying relationship that I have been in was, I think, a month and a half. I think it might have been five dates. Um, so I am exceptionally frustrated with what I believe is the de- the culture of online dating the behavior that I'm getting is not on par with the standards that I would like them to be. And I think that's why I'm, I haven't had any kind of long-term relationship or haven't seen anyone because let's just put it this way. I was in a long-term relationship in my twenties for five years and I learned what I liked in that relationship and what worked for me. I learned my own value in that relationship and I came out of it knowing kind of exactly what I was looking for, Mm -hmm. what I wasn't getting from that relationship and what I needed for the next one. And um, it's not like he set the standards and I'm looking for someone that is similar to him. It's just that I now know my own standards and I have not in nine years met another person who has lived up to these standards. So as you can probably imagine, I've gotten a lot of critique from (laughs) other people in my life who say I'm too picky. Ooh, I know. Bad word. I know. A lot of people say this. And so trying to unpack that a little bit, um, what I've been doing recently, I can't believe I'm admitting this, (laughs) but I'm going to. (laughs) Oh God. Um, I have decided, okay, instead of like having to meet this certain qualification before I meet a person, I'm just going to meet people. So I have set myself a quota (laughs) to meet a new person every month. I love it. And I've been doing that, and I'm not kidding you. I have a um, a little bit of a note taker problem, and I have a notebook in my phone where I keep track of uh, the people I have met for the last five years. Um, do they all have nicknames? Some of them yeah. do, because I'll go back and I can't remember. I'm like Dan, who is Dan? Oh, that guy. Like one of them is called Snaggletooth because all I remember about him yeah. is that his teeth were jacked up, um, and that's. <laughs> That's terrible, but so true, you guys. Yeah. So true. And you have to make those notes sometimes to remember <laughs> because then you have a bunch of people in your phone and it's like, you know, Mark, who I met at Yeah, or we, went, and we, went, out, we or went on one date and obviously it didn't go anywhere. Um, it wasn't because his teeth were messed up. Well, maybe that influenced some things. You know, I'm going to have to see this notebook at some point, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Listen, this whole, this is the reason for the podcast is to come to terms and be honest with our own limitations as single women and also um, where we are experiencing limitations on the other end. So I am admitting my OCD and my nerdiness and uh, obviously my issues at the same time. So, uh, <laughs> I love it. So here we are. Let's see. What do, what should we talk about first? Let's just get straight to it. Let's, yeah. um, dick pics. <laughs> Number know, one I topic. Imp- I think it's important because. Well, let's proceed that by saying, yeah. okay, let's talk about which dating apps are you on right now? I haven't downloaded any new ones yet. Okay. I've been doing some research. 
That's um, okay. Because like which I ones said, have you been? Ha- what, what do you have experience with? Um, mostly with OkCupid. Okay. Yeah. And how have you found it? Uh, back then, I liked it. Actually, I met some really great guys on there that I'm still friends with. That's where I met my. That's great. Uh, yeah, I have like single? three or four. Um, I'm I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> and wow, did I get a lot of a lot of unsolicited photos? Yes, um, I did as well. Yeah, I Let's started. Come back to to, that. I started to collect them. Yeah. Uh, oh god. <laughs> so, I, so you're just okay, Cupid girl. That's all I've, I I signed up for Match, but I never really used it. And I actually found, there was another app, and I can't even remember what it was called now, um, that I had used. And I found the same guys on there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I had come to another app. There's, hoping there's to only 100 people left. Yeah, it was, That's why. it was a lot of the same men. Maybe I'm just oh God, match up awful. with, like, the 25 people in New York City. <laughs> um, I have tried all of them because people also like to criticize me. <laughs> well, why aren't you doing this app? But that one doesn't work. So you should do this app instead. So I'm like, I'll, t- I'll try it. I'll do everything. What do you guys want me to do next? Done. So currently we've weeded it out to, um, okay, Cupid Bumble, which I have not successfully had an actual date on hmm. yet. And I just, because I promised my <laughs> One of my girlfriends, I told her I would try Hinge for the month of uh, June. So here we are, summer 2018. I'm trying Hinge. Um, I've heard good things about Hinge. So far, I had one date so far, so it's hard to say. But um, I think sometimes you just need, like, a new experience, you know. And I think that's also part of the problem is that women and, and men, too, are like, this isn't working. I need to try something else. And then you go on another app and you're like, this isn't working. I need to try something else. Um, instead of actually staying with something a long time and and learning how to use it best, which is not sending naked pictures of yourself. <laughs> I will mention as part of this story, um, a lot of people are like, eHarmony is where it's at. That's where you really met mm. meet your People were serious, and I, uh, they have a very long vetting process. It's like it took me, I think, 45 minutes to answer all of their questions at the beginning. And then they told me that I was unmatchable by their standards. What? I'm not joking you. Oh, my God. And they spend so much money on advertising, <laughs> too. Do you know what it's like to be rejected from a dating app? That is crazy. <laughs> is that a like, free app? They said that I think my – yeah. No, no, no. You pay oh, for it. Oh, Okay. It was online. It wasn't even an app, really, when okay. I did it. But, um, yeah, I think it's a subscription service. Um, so that, I feel like, even might make it worse because you're paying for it. I know. And I was like, I'm ready to pay you. for it. They said that, I guess, it was my personality was so strong. You know, when they say, rate yourself from one to five, and I was mm-hmm. like, you're always either ones or fives and never threes because that's who I am. Like, you are a wallflower. No, absolutely. You like to talk to strangers. Yes. Well, you know, but you're extroverted. Five, right? So they said that 25% of their, of the population doesn't fit within their their algorithm, which I guess is like strong personalities. And I'm like, well, where are these people being? Because I'll go meet them. I'll meet the other people that are like me. And so so someone told me to go to chemistry.com, which I tried, Uh of course. Uh, (laughs) And I left. I think I had one date from chemistry.com. But what I'm finding sort of throughout the, the process, and I don't think really it matters which dating app you're on, is like the lack of follow-through and conversation, which happens. It's like a lot of really – on Hinge right now, one of the problems I'm finding is like you, you can like people's pictures. Mm-hmm. 
And right. no, that's, and that's all I oh, get. Oh, that's all you can do. I, oh, like, Jason liked your photo. And I'm like, oh, and now it's, it's my job to start the conversation. Well, hi, Jason. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. was that you saying hello? Or like sending a wink to someone is like, that's not you initiating conversation or even asking right. me out on a date, you know? So is that how the app is set up where uh, the men then can No, only no, like, it's either oh, way. Oh, like, that's I just can, what's happening. I can, you can, um, they, there's this interesting, you, you, you have three photos and three prompter questions and they, they kind of stagger them. So it looks like a really interesting um, long length profile, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's like photo, answer, photo, answer. Um, and you can like any of the things or you can comment on them. So if you see a person snowboarding, you could be like, I love snowboarding too, right? So I always make a comment because it starts a conversation. Exactly. Whereas I'm, all I'm receiving right now is a like on my photo. So do you think that is because they're not reading the bio? Oh, they're probably not. just looking at the photos, right? Probably not. Yeah. I don't think men actually read dating profiles at all. I I have no idea. You'll I know when I, when I was on there, um, and like I said, this was five years ago, I really wanted to meet interesting men. And I don't have a type necessarily as far as like looks, things like that. I've dated across the board. But I really wanted to see, read what they wrote. And like, if I found something interesting, if, you know, I mean, I had to like the first picture, at least there had to be yeah, something about the first have photo. Some yeah. attraction but them. I would, but I made it a point not to open up all the other photos until I read the profile. Yeah. The profile, because I don't on OkCupid on the website anyway, I don't know if it's like that on the app now. Um, but you could write a really long bio. And I know for me, I had a really long quirky fun bio that I, that I actually got me quite a few dates, but I was hoping people would read them. Um, at least you want them my... to know. Well, they yeah. want to. You want them to be attracted to you for you, right? I think that was a very strong desire yeah. for women. It's like I want you to recognize yeah. me not just for my physical attributes, but because you think my personality is cool, right? I don't. Or we think, might have some of the same interests. I don't think that's a a, a horrible thing to ask no. or desire. No, right? And men, for the most part, it just seems like I just need to be sexually attracted to you, and if we can have a conversation. I'm cool with that. <laughs> like yeah. basically, uh, if you're not going to cause me any drama and I want to make out with you, we're cool. Right. <laughs> so tell me what, so you're having a lot of first dates, right? I'm having so many first yeah. dates. <laughs> so when do you, is it one of those things where on these first dates, within the first five minutes, you've kind of figured out that I'm I'm not gonna I don't want to see this person sometimes again. yeah sometimes not sometimes it actually takes me until I get home mm. because I I go in with the intention of enjoying myself yeah good as so, you should because I enjoy meeting other yeah. people I enjoy getting to know what their deal is and trying to find something in common and connecting so I'm like I just go let's have a cool conversation um, and most of them I think that's the problem like I can have a great conversation with very easily. I think a lot of actors can do that. I'm also, as I mentioned, an extrovert, and I love learning about people. So it's really yeah. easy. If you ask people questions about what right. they do, they love talking about themselves. Yeah, they do. So it's really not hard. Um, so I think that's the problem is then I get home and I think, did I just have like a nice conversation with someone? Or, you know, so I actually have a little checklist for myself, mm. if I'm being honest <laughs> here again. And it's questions I, I check in with myself and I say, did he make me laugh? Did he intrigue me? Did he didn't he spark my intellect? Do what did I am I curious about him? Do I want right. to know more about him? 
did, did I, I find myself flirting? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, I just had a really nice conversation with someone, but that doesn't necessarily mean I want to take my clothes off for them. Right. And so that's been really hard because these guys are like, we had a great date. And I'm like, I know. Uh, I just didn't feel a romantic connection with you. Do you feel that you are getting men who are wanting second dates and it's more maybe you're not feeling it? Or is it go? does it go both ways it's, where you're it's a into mix. them? It's yeah. a mix. No, it's um, rarer that I'm into them and, the, and they send me the, hey, not feeling it right. text. Two things are happening, which is either they're into a second date and I'm like, I didn't have a romantic connection, but you're a super dude and had a fun time. Um, or I simply just don't hear from them again. And mm. I don't know what that's about. Either they simply are not interested either and go, we let it go away. Right. Or um, I'm curious about this phenomenon, which is because I'm not initiating further mm. uh, conversation or setting up the second date, do they just not rise to the occasion? Meaning, is it? do they think it's my job to be like, hey, I want to see you again? Right. Do or, you, and do you ever do maybe, that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But I think that's a, I think there should be a point where if a guy is into you, he's like, he just says, I'm into you and I'd like to see you again. Yeah. I so rarely get a guy actually say, I really liked it. I'd love to see you again. Like so rarely. And I'm like, are you waiting for me to ask? Or maybe you, I mean, who knows? Maybe you're just not into me and you went away. Right. But that's, I'm struggling with that. Yeah. A little bit. But back to dating apps. So Bumble is um, the only dating app that men cannot message you first. Right. Because, this goes back to what you were saying earlier, because guys were sending sexually explicit messages that and unsolicited pictures and things like that, and men, uh, women were not, were not, were not into it. <laughs> so we're not, unless we ask for it. Just, yeah. Just make that just a basic Literally rule. Literally so simple. Just stop sending them because we are, if you send them to us and we didn't ask for it and we're not uh, reciprocating with that, other people are going to see it. That's right. <laughs> we're going like to show key, our girlfriends. The key is, the, it's is the word unsolicited. Yeah. Right. Because I <laughs> I, I'm getting the sense that you really want to talk about dick pics. No, so. no. It's it's just something that is... Bothers you. Well, and it happens to every woman I know. Yes. Everyone. Yes. They, we've all had them. Yes. Multiples. Yeah. yeah. And I get them... I've never received them on the dating apps because I think the apps have gotten really good okay. about making sure there's respectful behavior and boundaries. But once you share your phone number, yeah, it's like downhill. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. It's been a while, but the last one definitely made the rounds with the friends. And I think I mentioned to him that I had shared it with people because I was furious. Yeah. And he went off on me. How dare you do that? That's sick. That's disrespectful. I was like... And yet he sent it to you. You sent this to me. It becomes yeah. my property. Yeah. I can do with it whatever I want to do. Yeah. You know, what I, mean? I don't have any. We hadn't even met, and he sent it to me. I yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, I, got I don't even know you." Absolutely. So if you're going to send this to me, I can do whatever yeah. I want yeah. with it. So many from men that I never met in person. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, can we make a collage and put that up on the hashtag single yeah. website? Yeah. Will we get in trouble with mm-hmm. maybe the internet police? <laughs> the internet police. We'll just. Can we just put like blurry? I don't know. We got to do something with it. Yeah. 
This assumes that I still have all of them. I don't. I have deleted them. So maybe this is... This is definitely a conversation for another time, and I'm sure yes. it's going to come back up Absolutely. once or twice. Yeah. I am, however, very curious to hear if um, men ever receive, yeah. I don't know what you call it, but the equivalent of the female dick pic. And we are very fortunate. Unsolicited. For- <laughs> unsolicited vulva, vulva shots. <laughs> Uh, amazing. Um, we are very fortunate for this first episode of Hashtag Single to have, as our representative voice of the patriarchy, Daniel. Daniel, welcome to Hashtag Single. Hello uh, there. <laughs> so you have been listening to me and Tracy talk about um, our dating lives and also um, how we feel about dating apps and specifically about receiving unsolicited dick pics. Do you have any thoughts or comments you'd like to share with us? I uh, get so many unsolicited vagina pics, it's ridiculous. Um, no, I, that doesn't happen. Um, it's, I, I, I don't actually understand men that send unsolicited dick pics. I think that it's uh, you if you send it off unsolicited, that uh, women have every right to show it to all their friends and their mom and whatever they want to do. Post it, show it to grandma. I was once sent a pic, like a, a, a very beautiful nude pic after a first date, which was, you know, I think way better than a body part, than a singular body part. It was like a selfie. And she told me she was going to do it. So it was sort of, it was not really solicited, but it was like expected because on the date, at the end of the date, she said, you know, pay, like, look at your phone. I'm, you're going to get a text from me a little bit later. That happened once. And you were and into it, was, it. I was into it. It was cool. But I didn't even, even upon receiving that, I didn't respond with a dick pic. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Did you ever receive on one, any yeah. nude photos on any dating apps? Um, no, I've, I never have in, in all my years of dating and being on apps. I mean, it's been, it's been some time. And not that I've been single, um, consistently since like the invention of the internet but i um you know i'll be single and then i'll have a a girlfriend and i will either delete my profiles on the apps or just not just forget about them like just completely forget that i even had them and then i'll remember again if i'm single again. so largely your experiences with dating apps have been positive it sounds like i wouldn't necessarily go that far but i mean no i mean i i've they've been there there's been a lot of everything there's been a lot of positive and there's been some negative. Um, I mean, negative for me, you know, experiences on dating apps are negative when someone presents themselves as something they're not, which sometimes happens. I think it happens for both men and women because I've heard stories. Um, and, and my experience is that like, you know, once in a while someone will present themselves as being younger than they actually are. And and then you find out on the first date when they show up, like, you know, or they, or they look significantly different like like you you, sometimes even when you see like four pictures of someone you don't exactly know what they're going to look like in person sometimes people look um and that's expected and that's that's normal like that's in a sort of normal range of understanding but sometimes people show up and um you know they're like 10 or 15 years older or something or 60 70 pounds heavier than you think they are and they 
seem like they are. You know, it's, just, it's like it's a radical difference. It's like a different person, sort of. Yeah. So that's sort of weird. But it's a misrepresentation. Yeah, it's just a misrepresentation of, of what you're getting. Like, uh, which, which, yeah. What's one of the hardest things that you have experienced being a single man in New York City? Um, like be, being lonely, maybe. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't. Uh, you know. I love like, that you're not sure about that. I would be like, yeah, a hundred percent. Right. We're all lonely. Sure. Yeah. It's okay to admit that. Yeah. No. Totally. I just, you know, send myself dick pics of myself <laughs> in those in those situations. Good solution. And yeah. on that note, yeah, I think I think that's going to take us out here. Um, Daniel, thank you for being our voice of the patriarchy. You're on, so welcome on today's episode. Thank you. It's been uh, enlightening. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, we hope we hope uh, men can learn something as well as we hope to learn things as well. Well, thank you guys for joining us, and we hope to catch you next time on Hashtag Single. Thank you. Thank you.